0: Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by
1: state law. Welcome, everyone. Thank you so much for joining me for my bonus three summer break of 2018 for my podcast show, Nichelle Anderson, Short Stories and Beyond So let's go ahead and get started again. This would be just pretty much a brief podcast since I'm on summer break, but I decided to still kind of release just a few short clips of what's going on, share some short stories with you, which this summer is gonna be one. I'm gonna release a new one. I will talk about that uh, shortly, as well as go ahead and provide that for you to enjoy so let's get started my short podcast open dialogue new short story entitled mahogany part one so first just the open dialogue just wanted to kind of talk about the future for season two i mentioned a while ago that i'm planning on having try to aim to have more interviews not just with the some actors and directors that I might know, but have people that are in the arts that do different things, perhaps a composer that produces music or maybe a costume that does costume, just different aspects. It's kind of all up in the air what I plan to do <laughs> and aim to hopefully to execute that. So we'll see where that goes. But definitely I want to do that because I do love the arts. I love creativity. It allows us to not necessarily escape In a sense that you don't want to deal with what's going on in the present, but it does allow you to expand your mind and to learn about different things and different culture and different expressions. And I think that's important. So that's basically what I'm talking about. So season two is geared towards that. Also just to release that I do plan to do a director clip soon i went ahead and when i was looking at for this short podcast i realized that when i was going through the number of episodes when i did episode nine episode nine was dedicated to director's clip of the last episodes that i reviewed which was seven and eight so episode nine the director's clip for episode nine just dealt with going back in those previous episodes and then from there i went to episode 10 which went ahead and started the short story back back again before proceeding on to to get into the character's profile so if you're looking for episode nine as if there's another episode of the short story actually that's my director's clip which is still informative it's still entertaining i think and you should take a look at that so going forward in season two i have thought about still of course focusing on mole because you know by now if you're following me mole is my heart of gems but to also kind of look at a certain aspect of the characters that I brought forward for season one, mainly the Orions to kind of get more into it because we got to find out what happened to Echo. And if you didn't, if you're not a, one of my uh patrons that get the full short story you know not of the clips and then the fade out and then you're not sure what's going on and then the next episode i might touch a little bit about it or i might just go in a different way before i come back to it you got to find out what happens to echo did echo survive that interaction with king milan or he did not what happened to lanco why was he there he really wasn't mentioned in the last final episode so go back and check that out All right so going forward for season two I do plan to focus on Mole and some of the characters to kind of dove in their world. Where are they from? Are they part of the lower part of Sudan or part of another part of the continent on the planet that we're calling Tamat at at that particular time. So of course you know dealing with ancient Egypt you have all those mysteries of how they did this how they do that. If you catch any one of my previous episodes and little clues that I give I highlight some of that mystery I reveal some things and I don't reveal some things so that's another reason to go back and check those episodes which is probably about what 31 31 so far I think for season one but take the time to uh, take a look at that okay so anyway let's go ahead and focus on my short story I'm going to continue to share what I'm planning to do for season two again season two starts up in September the first Monday of September for weekly episodes now it's the summer so I'm just taking a break but let's go ahead and move forward and I wanted to share with this short story I wrote this when I was a communist editor communist at sweet101.com and it was the Harlem Renaissance so this is during the 1920s and the title of this is Mahogany. So the main character is Jules. Pretty much to give her a quick background. She is of course a young African-American woman in this particular era. That Of course she wants to be a singer and also experience life. So she's been somewhat sheltered but not too much. So let's go ahead and get started with my bonus three summer break for 2018 for my podcast show. Michelle Anderson short stories and beyond. This new short story is entitled Mahogany part one. The day was crisp with the wind blowing and removing debris on the ground only to skip it farther down the street The air smelled like fresh sunflowers and felt as soft petals across one's cheek. It was a brand new day in Harlem The atmosphere still had the previous feel of jubilee rejoice and lots of love. The Sun was slowly becoming brighter by the minute as the street lights on the 135th street began to, flicker off one by one. Jules Sands continued to walk to her father's famous-owned nightclub as she adjusted her fitted white shirt over her slim pink skirt and matching shoes. Jules was 21 years old with a camera skin complexion, matching her dark brown eyes that sparkled like her nickname. She had tight ravey hair pulled back in a bun. She was the first born out of three children of Bill W. Sands and Bertha Sands, the owners of Mahogany. Drew's dream was to be a blues singer like the young Bessie Smith that everyone was talking about. While her father wanted her to attend college and become a school teacher, however, Drew's desperately wanted to tour the country and sing from her soul. She knew in her heart Harlem was going to be the place to put her name in everyone's mouth in the music society circles. It was already beginning to attract the younger crowd of musicians and interesting intellectuals her father mingled with on a regular basis. Jules quickly looked over her fresh and made up face in the glass panel of the door to mahogany's before walking inside she beamed as she walked inside passing two of her father's nightclub helpers the two men smiled and quickly focused back to their chores knowing not to look long at their boss's daughter it at times bothered jurors in the event she wondered if she would ever get married as long as her father was so persistent on being overprotective Jews passed the mahogany wood tables that shine as crystals beaming in the sunny rays the main room always had a warm and sensuous feeling, mixing with the rhythm of blues being performed on stage. It made everyone dream the night before and beyond would stay forever young. The wonderful mahogany wood set the tone of history, beauty, and strength to sustain through anything, her father would say to Jules. At times patrons would ask just how he could afford such an establishment. Her father would always manage to scatter the conversation and leave them without realizing what had happened. Jews, however pieced it together a year ago thanks to her grandmother. Jules father was of a Jamaican descent and his father back home and his family back home seemed to have quite a bit of money. Jules mother born and raised in Holland with mixed Indian blood from her great grandmother, was modest in the money area. The scent from the kitchen of fresh baked bread filled the area that made Jules' stomach ache to grab a slice. She laid down her purse and saw there was still empty glasses on the bar table and leftover place of food not yet cleared up. Jules picked up what she could, trying not to ruin her attire as she made her way to the kitchen. I see you decided to wear your father's birthday gift, Bertha said with a grin. Her mother had the same caramel skin tone, complexion with dark opal eyes. Bertha's hair was also a tight, wavy texture, cut short to frame her round face. Her mother was wearing a blue knee-length dress, even though Bertha had on an apron. Mama, I was just waiting for the perfect outfit and time to wear it, Jules defended as she placed the dishes down. Jules quickly tried to hide any signs of the real reason she wore it. Girl, you think I don't know what you're cooking up to. What? Never mind, Bertha replied back to her daughter in a soft voice while moving the dishes to the washer area for the man behind the window to clean. Mama, I really hope you would agree with me on this one. Now, child, what are you referring to? Jules, trying not to laugh, answered, This is serious. It really means a lot to me. Bertha smiled. I know. Just be prepared if he says no. Jules nodded and walked to the other side of the table when her father suddenly walked in. With two other black men. Her father had dark soul complexion, dark eyes, and was dressed in his Sunday best like always. The men stopped chatting instantly and addressed Jules and her mother. Good morning, ladies. The two men said with a strong northern tone as if they were in some kind of military regime. Jules, Bertha, I would like you to meet Mr. Sanderson and Mr. Williams. They are here in Harlem for a meeting of the Northern Urban League and for the first planned publication of the opportunity. Jules' father said, How are you gentlemen doing today? Jules and Bertha said so lovely together as a chorus line on cue. Is there anything we can get for you all?" Bertha charmed them. They shook their heads, but Bill interceded. Yes, some coffee and your famous cinnamon bread. Bertha gave her husband a smooth smile. I have it brought up. The men were about to walk through the double doors leading upstairs to Bill's office when Jules ran in front of her father. Daddy, I need to speak to you. It is of importance. His facial expression was slightly disturbed, but then couldn't help to expect something was coming that she was concerned about. End scene of part one. This concludes my bonus three summer break 2018 when I'm introducing a new short story of Mahogany. Stay tuned for the next release of my bonus, which for the summer I'm doing bi-weekly. So that would be July the 23rd That on that Monday that I will release another short summer bonus. And this will kind of wrap up Mahogany. It's a longer piece, but I'm breaking it up into a short story like I did when I had my column at Sweet 101 during that time when i was there and so i will continue where i left off today and to progress the story i haven't decided that i will go forward and actually make it a series like i'm doing with mole but again this is my podcast about short stories so who knows thank you so much for joining me today please subscribe and follow my podcast please share also if you listening to me on any type of uh, platform itunes overcast pod chasers iheart radio you can actually go online or through your mobile device and app and you can actually rate this podcast please do so it does help Um, It helps a lot. It helps me to attract those people that might be interested to help to advance this podcast. So just take that moment. If you've been following me for a while and you like it, go forward and hopefully it's a good rating (laughs) and rate this podcast, rate the episodes, share it. And, of course, if you want to be part of the patron, take a look at that. Look it over. If you're not sure that's what you want to do, then share it with someone else. Every little bit helps. But thank you again for tuning into my podcast show, Nichelle Anderson, Short Stories and Beyond. And I hope you're having a great summer. So long.
0: Prrrr <th conforming into ear> <coughs>